0: Coming up on today's edition of Locked On Eagles, that Bills Chiefs game this weekend made me appreciate Super Bowl 52 even more as an Eagles fan. And also, I want to get into if you could pick one player guaranteed to be added to the Eagles roster heading into the offseason through the draft, free agency, or a trade, who would you guarantee to have come to the city of brotherly love? That's coming up next, right here on Locked On (laughs) Eagles. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. It's a Wednesday edition of the show. I should say Tuesday, actually. Wednesday is tomorrow. We've got an episode for you on Thursday as well. And on Friday, we're your only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, posting five shows a week, downloaded wherever you get your podcasts. And we're available as well on YouTube and on Twitter at LockdownBirds and at DBLC. L O E I'm Louis DiBiase riding solo for the day. And on this Tuesday edition of the show, as I said, I want to get into, you know, we're going to continue to take a first look at the offseason, what the Eagles need to add through free agency, through potential trades, you know, in-house as well, decisions on their roster. They already have that made the playoffs in 2021. And then of course the best part, the 2022 NFL draft. The question is for you to ponder, that we're going to get into in segments two and segments three, pick one player guaranteed to be an Eagle added from another team this off season. It could be through a trade. It could be through the draft. It could be through free agency. We're going to get into that, but first, so that weekend of football, This past weekend, the divisional round of the playoffs was incredible. Every single game came down to a final possession, right? Game-winning field goals. The Bengals beat the Titans. The 49ers beat the Packers. All down to the final drive. The incredible game that was the Rams-Buccaneers. It was a roller coaster ride. The Rams tried to turn over the win over and over again. Then Matt Stafford makes two ballsy throws to win the football game. And then Bills-Chiefs. I mean, come on. That was... Outside of a few games, maybe the best playoff performance I have ever watched. Entertaining from start to finish. Quarterback play, it was the best quarterback play I've ever seen outside of maybe one game. And watching that performance between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, the Bills and the Chiefs, made me appreciate that one game even more. Because and you're going to be able to tell what game that is probably instantly and especially seeing what hat I'm wearing. But so I covered the Buffalo Bills for WGR Sports Radio 550 up in Buffalo, New York. It's the other team I do cover professionally um, for their radio affiliate and pretty much everybody I know. Loves the Buffalo Bills the way we love the Philadelphia Eagles. I grew up in Western New York, so my entire family, pretty much all my close friends up here are Bills fans, as they should be. Die hard. They went through the 17-year playoff drought, and now they're reaping the benefits of having a star quarterback like Josh Allen. So I'm kind of in Bills country, and so I'm very exposed and you know covering it for the radio station, fielding calls each and every week. Very in touch with that fan base. And so it was interesting to get the perspective of that game as just a straight football fan, but also as being someone that's intertwined with one of the teams in the team that came out on the losing end of a historic battle. Because again, most football fans saw that game as one of the greatest, most entertaining football games they've ever watched one of the best and it might be the best quarterback battle in playoff history between the two most exciting quarterbacks right now in the NFL let's face it Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen this is Tom Brady Peyton Manning in the AFC only way more entertaining based on their play styles right huge arms mobility taking shots each and every drive. Most NFL fans had an incredible night on Sunday watching Bill's Chiefs, and it went into overtime. And while that is most certainly the case, again, seeing it from the perspective, though, of the team that came out on the losing side, it actually made me come away with, you know, a lot of, you know, pain and sadness for my friends and family and that fan base. For the Bills, who are heartbroken, they had the lead with only 13 seconds left, and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey do what they do, kick a field goal to force OT, and they got the ball first, and they scored. Um, So obviously it made me feel that kind of way, but it also made me feel really appreciative towards the Eagles and towards Super Bowl 52 and what that team was able to pull off that night that we will now never forget in a good way. Because no matter what, we were never going to forget that game but it could have went very differently. And seeing that performance in Chiefs-Bills, although it was a divisional round game, it felt like the Super Bowl for Buffalo because if they beat Kansas City, that was the daunting task if they were going to get to the finals. If they were going to get to the Super Bowl, they had to go all roads led to Kansas City. And so, you know, it's amazing to be a part of that kind of game. Super Bowl 52, Bills-Chiefs, It's incredible to have your team as a part of history, a part of the best quarterback play historically, maybe ever, right? And a loss though, a loss in that game is more devastating than anything. And that's why I appreciate the Super Bowl win the Eagles have even more because that game, you could see it in Bill's fans' eyes. You could see it back in that Super Bowl. You wanted that win more than any, and not just because of the stage it's on, but because it would be the perfect win. Right in Super Bowl 52, was like to beat the best quarterback in a shootout in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. I mean, that is the dream scenario. The Eagles did it in the Super Bowl against the greatest quarterback of all time to win their first ever championship. I mean, I don't think, still to this day, now four years later, that we have we tr- it's still not settled in what they did that night to win their first championship. And that's why, you know, back then we were all cheering for the Jaguars to make it to the Super Bowl because it would have been easier for the Eagles to get their first ring. But looking at it now, I would never want it to be any different than the way it went down for the Eagles to win their first title, beating the greatest quarterback of all time in a shootout 41 to 33, where that goat Quarterback Tom Brady threw for 500 yards and you still won? Like, that is perfection. That is the perfect win. You could not script a better championship win on the biggest stage. One of the most entertaining Super Bowls of all time. A trick play. The Philly special. We're going to be talking about that forever. And then again, I I watched that Bills-Chiefs game and I saw, you know, the other end of it if the scenario went differently, if you're a part of that historic battle, and it's so awesome to be a part of that and to know you have a quarterback that can be at that level because 85 to 90% of teams in the NFL don't have that luxury, don't have that player. So of course you feel good in that way, but because of how perfect the win would be when that gets snatched and pulled, pulled away from you, it's more devastating than any loss you could imagine. And it made me say to myself, you know, looking at the misery of Bills fans, thank God the Eagles won that game four years ago. Because if they didn't, I don't know if I could ever get over it. I I, I really don't. I mean, that would hang over our heads forever. Saying, "Wow, if that kind of performance isn't going to get it done, that's what Josh Allen's got to be thinking. If if that performance, that perfection of quarterback play, that scores thirty six points in a playoff game, if that's not going to get it done, then what is? 99 out of 100 times that you perform like that, you're going to win that football game, and you don't win that game. It's heartbreaking. And if the Eagles would not have come out on the other side of that title win of that Super Bowl against New England, it would have probably felt exactly the same. And you could just see before overtime When Josh Allen scored and he got the ball to Gabriel Davis in the end zone with 13 seconds left, you could see in the eyes of those fans how badly they wanted it, and I remember that exact feeling before Brandon Graham strip-sacked Tom Brady. I was thinking to myself, I have never wanted anything more in my life because you could just picture the parade and the satisfaction you would feel and the legacy of this game, what it would do for you and your team forever. You would be shrined into football history, into football lore, in the greatest way possible by beating the goat who had his best performance in championship history. And so it, it, that game made me appreciate it that much more that the Eagles were able to come out on the other side because Allen Mahomes, one of the greatest quarterback performances battles I've ever seen. The only other one I can truly think of that was just as good at this level of play in the playoffs was Nick Foles, Tom Brady. So to be a part of that other game like this and you want it, man, hats off. I mean, looking around my studio right now, seeing all the Super Bowl stuff, it could have went very differently. Um, and that reality kind of set in this weekend. And it, it just, yeah, it made me really appreciate that when even four years later were things very differently with this franchise, you know, the way it is now with a new coach, a new quarterback, a new regime. Still, you know, you'll appreciate that forever. And uh, this weekend made me appreciate it even more. This is Locked On Eagles. I'm Louie DiBiase. Coming up next, all right, we're going to skip from the nostalgia back into reality, back into the now. How do the Eagles get back to being that team? This offseason, they have a lot of work. They have three first-round draft picks. They have cap space to add free agents. Maybe, you know, with these picks, they can explore trading for a veteran who knows, maybe trading up in the draft, trading back. What no matter what they do in the offseason, what is the one thing you want to happen the most? If you here's the question I want to get into, if you could guarantee one player comes to the Eagles this year through the draft, through free agency, through the offseason season. Who would it be? That's coming up next, right here on Lockdown Eagles. And guys, today's show is sponsored by Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march through the NFL playoffs. And as we get to that big game in just a few weeks, Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code. It's locked on, L O C K E D O N, to get started. From football to basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and the easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and make sure you get on the action as the NFL playoffs continue. Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back in to your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's Locked On Eagles. We thank you for making On Eagles your first listen each and every day. I'm Louie DiBiase on this Tuesday edition of the show. What I want to get into now is another offseason question for you as we look towards free agency, the draft, any potential trades. The question I laid out for you, as you heard in segment one, Pick one player guaranteed to be added to the Eagles roster this offseason through the draft, through free agency, through a trade. Who would it be if you could guarantee just one addition to this roster that would help push the Eagles from a playoff contender into a team that could win a playoff game next year and maybe even, say, compete for a title? you never know. I mean, you saw the step the Eagles took in 2016, year one of a new team to year two, they won a Super Bowl. How do they make that kind of step in year two? Obviously, I feel like most people's answer would that don't believe in Jalen Hurts would have to do with the quarterback position, right? I think Russell Wilson is going to be the most uh, popular answer and make sure you answer this question. Hit us up on Twitter, at lockdown birds at DBSC LOE, my co host Gino Camilleri. He's on Twitter at GC24 underscore football. I feel like Russell Wilson's the obvious answer, right? If you could add an elite quarterback, a franchise quarterback that the Eagles wanted really badly a decade ago, who's won a Super Bowl, who made it to another, who's mobile, who even this year, which was a career low season. Still had statistically a performance that was as good as any Eagles quarterback the last decade and just a year removed from a 30 plus touchdown year that, you know, saw him being an MVP favorite for half the year and Seattle still made the playoffs. You know, if you could add that guy with the roster you have right now, I mean, I think this Eagles team could contend for the NFC next year and they have the draft picks and the ammunition to do it, if Russell Wilson did sign off on a trade to Philadelphia, I think the vast majority of fans, even the fans that are convincing themselves that they want Jalen Hurts to be the franchise quarterback over anything and to not explore that kind of trade and to build around Hurts with those draft picks and, and you know stockpile this roster at other positions, even those people, I guarantee you, if, if they could have a contract in front of them right now and said, sign this and Russell Wilson becomes a Philadelphia Eagle – I bet you nine out of ten of them at least are signing pen to paper there and bringing Russell Wilson to Philadelphia. So I, I think Wilson would be the obvious one. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is really a possibility. So I think fans are realistic there. Deshaun Watson, it's just way too messy of a situation still for me. Until that you know civil suit and you know now per, per, uh, perhaps a criminal uh, case. Until that is all settled, I want nothing to do with that. But I would say when it comes to quarterback, for me, if I could guarantee one player to be added to Philadelphia this offseason, it would be Malik Willis, the Liberty quarterback. You guys know this is my guy. This is my new Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, I pounded the table for him, honestly, since he was a freshman at Louisville. I'll never be more right about a prospect again. I've had my misses, Paxton Lynch, huge miss. But Lamar Jackson, I knew from the start. And uh, I feel the same way about Malik Willis. I really do. And uh, I would do anything to have this player on Philadelphia. And I don't mean trade you know, picks for him and all that kind of stuff. I just mean I I want him bad. He's the Lou DiBiase, my guy, of the 2022 offseason because he has a lot of the same things that Lamar Jackson had and Josh Allen has and Justin Herbert has and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and in the face of the NFL quarterback position now. I mean, of the future of this position. Malik Willis, to me, is that next quarterback that we ponder why he fell so far and why we didn't see, just see the talent and the upside and why we nitpicked so much and that resulted in him falling to the you know 15 to 32 range. And we wonder how the hell did that happen? That happens every single year with a player that maybe we over-evaluate and look too deep into other parts of his game. And I'm not saying Malik Willis is that prospect, that slam dunk guy. Like There are risks to Malik Willis The floor is lower, but the ceiling is so high. And to me, you just got to bank on those traits. And I can just foresee in a few years, the same type of situation where, you know, Josh Allen was one of those guys, you know, he wasn't uh, a 32nd overall pick like Lamar Jackson, but he wasn't a top five pick either. Patrick Mahomes wasn't either. I could just see Malik Willis being that next Allen, Lamar, Mahomes, you know, mid first rounder turn star kind of player. I really do. I just I think with that kind of mobility, only a few guys have had that kind of explosiveness in NFL history at this position. The arm strength is there. I actually think, you know, processing wise, he is ahead of the curve compared to Jalen Hurts right now, you know, he's got a long way to go still with accuracy and, you know, you know, pre-snap reads and that kind of stuff, you know, but at the same time, I think he's got a lot of things that some mobile quarterbacks don't have. Like, you know, when he gets outside of the pocket, knowing when to keep his eyes downfield still and use his legs to open up the pass. And I think he does a lot better job of knowing when to just stay in the pocket when there is no pressure. And, you know, although those instincts want to kick in with his mobility. Sometimes he knows when to just stand in there and you know find the bigger play with his arm down the middle of the football field. And so Malik Willis, to me, I think his stock's going to rise next week. I cannot wait to see him live in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. I think when he gets a chance to talk to teams, when they see his arm live, when they see that athleticism live, is it a risky play? One hundred percent. And in Philadelphia, would it be a harder sell considering their situation? Absolutely. But to me, again, you guys know I'm an upside guy. I want to risk it all. And if I was going to risk it all for somebody this year, it's going to be Malik Willis. It's going to be Malik Willis. Do I think it's realistic? Not at all. I would not bet that Malik Willis is going to come to Philadelphia. But if I was the general manager, that'd be the one guy I would say he needs to be in midnight green next year. That would be the player I would want guaranteed for the birds because I just believe he's the best quarterback in this class. And I believe he's the next star. I think he's the one that comes out of this class and is a star. There could be many of them, but uh, if there's going to be one guaranteed, I would say it's Malik. Let's say non-quarterback, though. Like Let's remove quarterback now. Tomorrow's locked on QB1. We'll get more into that position. But if there was a guy I could guarantee for this team that wasn't under center, I think it would actually be Allen Robinson, the free agent receiver formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Chicago Bears. And it's not the position they need the most, right, because they have Devontae Smith, they have Quez Watkins, but we've said it. I mean, they need linebacker more this offseason. They need safety more, corner, edge rusher. But the biggest need the Eagles do have on offense, outside of quarterback, maybe, depending on your belief in Jalen Hurts, is wide receiver too. And we mentioned this last week when me and Gino created our initial offseason shopping list. And I think Allen Robinson would just be, you know, Gino talked about, Wanting that, you know, bigger receiver that can, you know, even when he doesn't create separation, can go up and make those big, you know, contested catches down the field, you know, the likes of Mike Williams, right? Just throw it up to him and he's gonna go get it, like Alshon Jeffrey was for Philadelphia. And I think that would be the perfect complement to Who Devontae Smith is, is an all around, you know, do it all type of receiver who can do that, but he's great, run after the catch ability. He can play inside and out. He's a true wide receiver, one. He's your true X. Quez Watkins is your burner that averaged more yards per reception than pretty much 99% of receivers in the NFL last year. And so Allen Robinson would kind of be that perfect player in between those two guys. You know, Gino likes to do this a lot on the show where. He says the offense is kind of like creating a basketball team, right? And you want the explosive point guard. You want the shooter that can play from behind the three-point line. You want that stretch four, that power forward that can, you know, score at will inside, in the paint, but also he can shoot. You know, he's a great two-way player. You want a big, and that's kind of how the offense is formed, right? You have your burner, your speedster, and Quez Watkins. You have your star do-it-all player, your LeBron and Devontae Smith, if you will. You've got your, you know, stretch four with Dallas Goddard. Now you need that big boy. Now you need that guy that you throw it up, he's going to go get it, you know, that money ball player. And I think Allen Robinson could be that guy. And he's way more well versed and, you know, I should say, well rounded than that. You know, I think he's been a true wide receiver one many times in his career, and he's been underutilized because. Blake Bortles has been throwing him the football and Mitchell Trubisky. And then when it's not those two, it's Andy Dalton or, you know, a not yet ready Justin Fields. So Allen Robinson, I feel like has just been really held back in his career. And he might be, because of that, I don't like the Eagles' chances. With Jalen Hurts at quarterback, it would be a hard sell for Allen Robinson. I feel like he's going to want to go play for a star quarterback. But if you can throw him a big contract, you know, I think he would consider it. I mean, the role is here for him. He would get his targets, you know, maybe not as m- much as other teams, considering the Eagles run so much, but, you know, I'm not looking at more through the perspective of the player. This In this scenario, we're guaranteeing one player for the Eagles. And to me, I, I want Allen Robinson this offseason. You know, you see, I just, it's too similar to the Alshon Jeffrey play in 2017. They needed that productive veteran receiver, and they, Saved Alshon Jeffrey from Chicago, where he was being underutilized as well. That final year, he had to catch passes from Matt Barkley. And Alshon Jeffrey, without Alshon Jeffrey, you're probably not winning a Super Bowl. He helped put Carson Wentz over the top in 2017, and he made so many huge plays in the playoffs with Nick Foles. He did the same thing, too, in 2018. That was a slam dunk signing to me for those two years. Obviously, it didn't work out after that, and the anonymous source stuff I'm still not happy with, but it was a great signing, and it really did help this offense take a step up to another level. And I feel like just based on, you know, the Eagles are picking 15, 16, and 19. You're looking at the free agents in the defensive pool this year. I just feel like if I could guarantee one player, because the Eagles will still address these other positions in the scenario, but if I can get one guy that's not a quarterback, I would just love to have Allen Robinson with Devontae Smith and with Quez Watkins. I feel like that would be such a perfect trio with Dallas Goddard as well and Miles Sanders and that offensive line. If Jalen Hurts is going to take a step up in year two or year three, the step up that he needs to take, that's a pretty good situation. There would be little to no excuses there. I don't think it would be realistic for Allen Robinson's perspective, but for Philadelphia, if I could get one guy on offense and that's not a quarterback, the Eagles could really, really use a wide receiver too. And Allen Robinson uh, is a wide receiver one for many teams. So that would be a luxury for sure. And the Eagles do have the money. I mean, they could afford it if they wanted to. So Allen Robinson would be my guy. It was tough. I thought about Kelvin Ridley. I thought about Devin Lloyd and some defensive prospects, but I came to the conclusion of Allen Robinson uh, coming over to Philadelphia. All right, we'll get into defense, though. I'll, I'll do a guaranteed player for defense as we wrap up the show. Guys, this is Locked on Eagles, and today's podcast is sponsored by Get Upside. It's an incredible app everybody who buys gas needs to know about. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back and Best of all, there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime in your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code Touchdown to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's Locked On Eagles. I'm Louis DiBiase, and today we're getting into if you could guarantee one player added to the Birds. In the 2022 offseason, who would it be? On offense, I said Malik Willis to me is going to be the star quarterback that comes out of this draft. I know there's a risk there, but he has that kind of gear, that kind of mobility. I've really only seen it in Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson. You know, Kyler Murray's an incredible runner. Trey Lance, Justin Fields. There have been, you know, Josh Allen's an incredible mobile quarterback as well. There have been so many great running quarterbacks, running threats. Jalen Hurts obviously is one. The Eagles quarterback himself led the NFL in rushing this year. But Malik Willis has a gear he can get into that, again, Vic and Lamar are the only guys I've seen at quarterback that can really do it. And he's got such a rocket. And I think he's further along with some other traits to his game as a passer that people are overlooking. There's a lot he needs to work on, and he's one of the more raw prospects compared to the likes of Kenny Pickett or Matt Corral in this class. But I just think he's going to be the player that falls in a team, a good team with a good supporting cast, grabs him like the Ravens did Lamar, and we're looking back like, how the hell did this kid fall? Um, Malik Willis is my favorite player of this offseason. He'd be the one player I'd want most on the team this year. It's not really going to happen, though, and if we removed quarterback from the equation, we remove Russell Wilson, Malik Willis, and those guys, and Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, as the Eagles say he is, who would it be? For me, I said Allen Robinson. I feel like he'd be the perfect complement to Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins. On defense, again, I thought about Allen Robinson and wide receiver on offense, but if I had to pick on defense with those three first-round picks with a look at free agency, and you know, trade options as well. I know the Eagles, they really don't prioritize linebacker, and I still don't know with all the ammo they have if they're really going to invest a significant resource at the position, but I really want Devin Lloyd, and he was the guy that we took in our first mock draft Monday on yesterday's show. Uh, Gino took him with our first first-round pick, 15th overall, and it makes so much sense. And um you know you just you look at the NFL right now, the modern day NFL and the kind of weapons offenses have and the kind of space you need to make up for on defense, especially with the way the Eagles play, especially with the way Jonathan Gannon's scheme calls for linebackers having to you know take on a, a bigger role than they did with Jim Schwartz and the Eagles when they had Malcolm Jenkins who you know wore a lot of hats on that second and third level you know now this past year it was more on the linebackers because, Jonathan Gannon liked to use those two safeties and play them deep, right? And they didn't really use as much nickel and dime packages. I would say they didn't use as much dime. Nickel, they did use a lot with Avante Maddox. But um, to me, because of that, linebacker is a more important role. And because of how many good tight ends there are and how you need to be able to cover space against running backs and so many skilled players, and you got to catch all these mobile quarterbacks too, you need to have modern-day Swiss Army Knifes In the middle of the field, you got to have a Devin Lloyd who is long, who is powerful, who is rangy, and he can cover. I mean, that's why the Arizona Cardinals have invested multiple first-round picks in these unicorn-type linebackers, Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins. Right? You've seen the Dallas Cowboys do it with Mika Parsons, and you know I feel like the Eagles need that player. And it doesn't have to be at linebacker; it could be at safety. But I think realistically this year, you know, again maybe for this scenario, it's Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame, the safety, but I I just, I I want a linebacker. I I really do. I think it's time to get that kind of player on this defense and uh, Devin Lloyd would be the one I want, you know, between him to Dean and Christian Harris. I think Devin Lloyd is my favorite linebacker. And so if I can guarantee one defensive player, it would be him or Kyle Hamilton for sure. And so if we're going to go, you know, realistically, I would say Lloyd, I would say it would be Hamilton, then Lloyd. But, uh, yeah, I think those are the two guys I would love to see. And I think the Eagles, have a they're going to have a chance at Lloyd for sure. So I would say Malik Willis, Allen Robinson, Kyle Hamilton, Devin Lloyd. If I could guarantee a player for the Birds this year, it would be one of those four. And it would be ranked Malik Willis 1. Um, I would say hmm, Allen Robinson 2, Kyle Hamilton 3. And then Devin Lloyd, yeah. So I said Allen Robinson and Devin Lloyd, but I think Malik Willis and Kyle Hamilton would be the most desirable. Um, and then realistically, though, I feel like you know Devin Lloyd would probably be more realistic, and even Allen Robinson too would would be more real, uh, a, a better chance for that to actually happen. I want to know what you think, though. One player you want for the Eagles this offseason. Who is it? Hit me up on Twitter at Birds and at L O E. Get your thoughts, and uh, we'll be back for tomorrow's show, um, Lockdown QB one We're going to dive back into quarterback, and we're going to talk about trading for a veteran. So make sure you don't miss that episode. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get the show. We also did Mock Draft Monday yesterday. And we've got three more episodes for you on your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. And we're on video as well on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And let's go, Birds.